0: Welcome to the Next Steps Bible Reading Podcast. I'm Greg Whiting, reading from the One-Year Chronological Bible, and today's reading is April 25th. David's Justice as King, 2 Samuel 8, 15-18 David reigned over all Israel, doing what was just and right for all his people. Joab, son of Zariah, was over the army. Jehoshaphat, son of Ahalad, was recorder. Zadok, son of Ahitab, and Ahimelech, son of Abathar, were priests. Sariah was secretary. Benaiah, son of Jehoiada, was over the Kirithites and Pelothites, and David's sons were priests. 1 Chronicles 18, 14-17 David reigned over all Israel, doing what was just and right for all his people. Joab, son of Zariah, was over the army. Jehoshaphat, son of Ahalihud, was recorder. Zadok, son of Ahitib, and Ahimelech, son of Abathar, were priests. Shafshah was secretary. Benaiah, son of Jehoiada, was over the Kirithites and Pelothites, and David's sons were chief officials at the king's side the levite clans first chronicles 6 16 to 30. the sons of levi gershon kohath and merari these are the names of the sons of gershon libni and shimai the sons of kohath amram ishar hebron and uziel the sons of merari mali and mushi these are the clans of levites listed according to their fathers of gershon Libni his son, Jahath his son, Zimma his son, Joah his son, Ido his son, Zerah his son, and Jethrai his son. The descendants of Kohath, Aminadab his son, Korah his son, Aser his son, Elkanah his son, Abisath his son, Aser his son, Tahath his son, Uriel his son, Uzziah his son, and Shaul his son. The descendants of Elkanah, Amasi, Ahimoth, Elkanah his son, Zophai, his son, Nahath, his son, Eliab, his son, Jaron his son, Elkanah, his son, and Samuel, his son. The sons of Samuel, Joel, the firstborn, and Abijah, the second son. The descendants of Merari, Mele, Libni, his son, Shemai, his son, Uzzah, his son, Shimeah his son, Haggai, his son, and Ezaiah, his son. Aaron's Descendants, 1 Chronicles 6, 50-53 These were the descendants of Aaron, Eliezer his son, Phinehas his son, Abshua his son, Bucky his son, Uzi his son, Zariah his son, Meriath his son, Amariah his son, Ahitub his son, Zadok his son, and Ahimez his son. The Temple Musicians, 1 Chronicles 6, 31-48 These are the men David put in charge of the music in the house of the Lord after the ark came to rest there. They ministered with music before the tabernacle, the tent of meeting, until Solomon built the temple of the Lord in Jerusalem. They performed their duties according to the regulations laid down for them. Here are the men who served together with their sons, from the Kohathites, Heman, the musician, the son of Joel, the son of Samuel, the son of Elkanah, the son of Joram, the son of Eliel, the son of Toa, the son of Zuf the son of Elkanah, the son of Mahath, the son of Amasai, the son of Elkanah, the son of Joel, the son of Azariah, the son of Zephaniah, the son of Tahath, the son of Aser, the son of Ebasaph, the son of Korah, the son of Ishar, the son of Coeth, the son of Levi, the son of Israel. And Heman's associate Asaph, who served at his right hand, Asaph, son of Berechiah, the son of Shemaiah, the son of Michael, the son of Bassiah. The son of Malkijah, the son of Ethni, the son of Zerah, the son of Adiah, the son of Ethan, the son of Zimmah, the son of Shimi, the son of Jahath, the son of Gershon, the son of Levi, and from their associates the Merorites at his left hand, Ethan son of Kishi, the son of Abdi, the son of Maluk, the son of Hashabiah, the son of Amaziah, the son of Hilkiah, the son of Amzi, the son of Bani, the son of Shemer, the son of Mali, the son of Mushi, the son of Merari the son of Levi. Their fellow Levites were assigned to all the other duties of the tabernacle of the house of God. David's Kindness to Mephibosheth, 2 Samuel 9, 1-13. David asked, Is there anyone still left in the house of Saul to whom I can show kindness for Jonathan's sake? Now there was a servant of Saul's household named Ziba. They summoned him to appear before David, and the king said to him, Are you Ziba at your service? He replied. The king asked, Is there no one still alive from the house of Saul to whom I can show God's kindness? Zebah answered the king, There is still a son of Jonathan. He is lame in both feet. Where is he? the king asked. Zebah answered, He is at the house of Macher, son of Amiel, in Lodibar. So King David had him brought before Lodibar, or from Lodibar, from the house of Macher, son of Amiel. When Mephibosheth, son of Jonathan, son of Saul, came to David, he bowed down to pay him honor. David said, Mephibosheth, at your service, he replied. Don't be afraid, David said to him, for I surely will show you kindness for the sake of your father, Jonathan. I will restore to you all the land that belonged to your grandfather, Saul, and you will always eat at my table. Mephibosheth bowed down and said, What is your servant that you should notice a dead dog like me? Then the king summoned Ziba, Saul's steward, and said to him, I have given your master's grandson everything that belonged to Saul and his family. You and your sons and your servants are to farm the land for him and bring in the crops so that your master's grandson may be provided for. And Mephibosheth, grandson of your master, will always eat at my table. Now Ziba had 15 sons and 20 servants. Then Ziba said to the king, Your servant will do whatever my lord the king commands his servant to do. So Mephibosheth ate at David's table like one of the king's sons. Mephibosheth had a young son named Micah, and all the members of Ziba's household were servants of Mephibosheth. And Mephibosheth lived in Jerusalem because he always ate at the king's table. He was lame in both feet. David defeats the Ammonites. 2 Samuel 10, 1-19 In the course of time, the king of the Ammonites died, and his son Hanun succeeded him as king. David thought, I will show kindness to Hanun, son of Nahash, just as his father showed kindness to me. So David sent a delegation to express his sympathy to Hanun concerning his father. When David's men came to the land of the Ammonites, the Ammonite commander said to Hanun, their lord, Do you think David is honoring your father by sending envoys to you to express sympathy? Hasn't David sent them to you only to explore the city and spy it out and overthrow it? So Hanun seized David's invoice, shaved off half of each man's beard, cut off their garments at the buttocks, and sent them away. When David was told about this, he sent messengers to meet the men, for they were greatly humiliated. The king said, Stay at Jericho till your beards have grown and then come back. When the Ammonites realized that they had become obnoxious to David, they hired 20,000 Aramean foot soldiers from Beth-Rohab and Zobah, as well as the king of Mecca with a 1,000 men and also 12,000 men from Tob. On hearing this, David sent Joab out with the entire army of fighting men. The Ammonites came out and drew up in battle formation at the entrance of their city gate, while the Arameans of Zobah and Rehob and the men of Tob and Mecca, were by themselves in the open country. Joab saw that there were battle lines in front of him and behind him, so he selected some of the best troops in Israel and deployed them against the Arameans. He put the rest of the men under the command of Abishai his brother and deployed them against the Ammonites. Joab said, If the Arameans are too strong for me, then you are to come to my rescue. But if the Ammonites are too strong for you, then I will come to rescue you. Be strong and let us fight bravely for our people and the cities of our God. The Lord will do what is good in his sight. Then Joab and the troops with him advanced to fight the Arameans and they fled before him. When the Ammonites realized that the Arameans were fleeing, they fled before Abishai and went inside the city. So Joab returned from fighting the Ammonites and came to Jerusalem. After the Arameans saw that they had been rooted by Israel, they regrouped. Had Adeser and had Arameans brought from beyond the Euphrates River, They went to Helam with Shobak, the commander of Hadadezer's army, leading them. When David was told of this, he gathered all Israel, crossed the Jordan, and went to Helam. The Arameans formed their battle lines to meet David and fought against him. But they fled before Israel, and David killed 700 of their charioteers and 40,000 of their foot soldiers. He also struck down Shobak, the commander of their army, and he died there. When all the kings who were vassals of Hadadezer saw that they had been rooted by Israel, they made peace with the Israelites and became subject to them. So the Arameans were afraid to help the Ammonites anymore. 1 Chronicles 19, 1-19 In the course of time, Nahash king of the Ammonites died, and his son succeeded him as king. David thought, I will show kindness to Hanun, son of Nahash, because his father showed kindness to me. So David sent a delegation to express his sympathy to Haman concerning his father. When David's envoys came to Hanun in the land of the Ammonites to express sympathy to him, The Ammonite commander said to Hanan, Do you think David is honoring your father by sending envoys to you to express sympathy? Haven't his envoys come to you only to explore and spy out the country and overthrow it? So Hanan seized David's envoys, shaved them, cut off their garments at the buttocks, and sent them away. When someone came and told David about the men, he sent messengers to meet them, for they were greatly humiliated. The king said, Stay at Jericho till your beards have grown, and then come back. When the Ammonites realized that they had become obnoxious to David, Hanan and the Ammonites sent a thousand talents of silver to hire chariots and charioteers from Aram Naharim, Aram Mecca, and Zobah. They hired 32,000 chariots and charioteers, as well as the king of Mecca with his troops who came and camped near Medeba, while the Ammonites were mustered from their towns and moved out for battle. On hearing this, David sent Joab out with the entire army of fighting men. The Ammonites came out and drew up in battle formation at the entrance to their city, while the kings who had come were by themselves in the open country. Joab saw that there were battle lines in front of him and behind him, so he selected some of the best troops in Israel and deployed them against the Arameans. He put the rest of the men under the command of Abishai, his brother, and they were deployed against the Ammonites. Joab said, If the Arameans are too strong for me, then you are to rescue me. But if the Ammonites are too strong for you, then I will rescue you. Be strong and let us fight bravely for our people and the cities of our God. The Lord will do what is good in his sight. Then Joab and the troops with him advanced to fight the Arameans, and they fled before him. When the Ammonites realized that the Arameans were fleeing, they too fled before his brother Abishai and went inside the city. So Joab went back to Jerusalem. After the Arameans saw that they had been routed by Israel, they sent messengers and had Arameans brought from behind the Euphrates River, with Shophak, the commander of Hadadezer's army, leading them. When David was told of this, he gathered all Israel and crossed the Jordan. He advanced against them and formed his battle lines opposite them. David formed his lines to meet the Arameans in battle and they fought against him. But they fled before Israel and David killed 7,000 of their charioteers and 40,000 of their foot soldiers. He also killed Shophak, the commander of their army. When the vassals of Hadeser saw that they had been rooted by Israel, they made peace with David and became subject to him. So the Arameans were not willing to help the Ammonites anymore. And that's the end of the reading for April 25th. Well, we have a listing of the, the Levites, Aaron's descendants, the temple musicians. Um, we have a lot of chronicles coming in to second Samuel which seems like you know, a repeat because a lot of it is the same information uh, in the chronicles and then we have you know different details laid out in some of these other passages. And, you know, it was clear, God set all of that up. He wanted them even listed to set up the, the worship, the worship in the tabernacle, the worship that his people were supposed to have uh, to do it the right way and to have the right people serving and all those details. But what stuck out to me uh, for my application today was David's kindness to Mephibosheth. That he's looking for someone from the house of Saul. And it ends up being Jonathan's son, who's still alive, Mephibosheth. Uh, he's lame in both feet, but it seems like he's got a son, he's got a family. Uh, but wherever he's staying, um, you know, he must not be taken care of, certainly as well as David could take care of him. And so David decides, I'm going to take care of him. Uh, it's interesting because the next uh, passage where he defeats the Ammonites, uh, he decides he's going to show kindness to one of them. And that ends up then being a, a total disaster and destruction and all of that. But um, but my application for today is God puts us in different places. Um, obviously, none of us are kings. We don't have the wealth that David had. But all of us have what we have, what he has blessed us with. And regardless of our position or the fact that no one expects us to show compassion to someone else, especially let's say from an enemy's family or for someone who no one would expect us to show compassion for, um, to, to be willing to think about, God, who can I... Show compassion for and love for with whatever you've given me, even if it's just a card, time, uh, whatever it may be. Uh, For someone who needs something and no one would expect, I would not maybe normally think of them as someone I should reach out to. And I'm going to pray this week that God would bring someone to mind like that that I would reach out to, out of the blue, so to speak, and try to be an encouragement to. What's your application for today? Father, thank you for your word. Thank you for your emphasis on uh, naming people, even though we don't know them. They've been gone thousands of years, and yet uh, you name them in your holy word because it was important to set up your worship the way you wanted to set it up. And Father, I would pray that you would help me think of someone that maybe would not normally come into my purview to show compassion toward in some way, encouragement toward this week. And I pray that you would bring that person to my mind and that it might encourage them in you. In Jesus' name, amen.